Hillbilly Horror Stories presents Eerie Encounters. I've never lived in a haunted house, but my mother did as a teen. Other houses on her street had strange things going on as well. A few homes away from her lived a family. One night, the daughter went to bed with a bad headache. The next day, she was dead. She'd passed away from an aneurysm during her sleep. After the funeral, the family went away to get their minds off of the tragedy, and the father asked my uncle, which was my mom's brother, to check on their pets. My mom and dad, who were just dating at the time, went with him. My mother had heard that there was a grand piano and she wanted to play it. My dad was studying to be a veterinarian. After entering the house, my uncle and my father headed to the basement to see the animals, and my mother went to the piano on the ground floor. She was playing it when she felt something brush her ankles. She thought a cat must have left the basement and walked past her. She kept playing, and then she felt it again. She looked under the piano and she saw nothing. When she started again, she felt hands clasp her legs tightly. She dashed to the basement door, called my uncle and father, and waited for them. Back outside, my uncle could tell that my mom was rattled and asked what was wrong. She told him what had happened, and he turned white. He told her that the daughter, who had just died, used to play a game with her father. When he played the piano, she crawled underneath, grabbed his ankles, and pushed his feet up and down on the pedals. That's from Anna in Clarksville, Indiana. So this was several years ago when I was a total deadbeat and I lived with my then-girlfriend's parents. They had a tri-level house with the basement that contained our living space and our bedrooms. Upstairs was the living space for everyone else, the dining room and the kitchen. The third level had the master bedroom and two additional bedrooms for my girlfriend's sisters. I was home alone one night. Her parents were off with their friends, my girlfriend was at a friend's house, and her sisters were at an all-night church thing, so I elected to stay home and play World of Warcraft all night. Where my computer and desk sat, right above my head was an AC vent. Often, I could hear her sister playing in her room from that vent. As I was playing, I started to hear laughing and giggling coming from the vent. Nobody was supposed to be home, so my heart rate kind of picked up. I glanced at the clock on my computer and it read 1.36 a.m. I remember this all very distinctly. I went to go investigate and I headed upstairs. The way the landing sits is at the very top of those stairs. You can turn left and either go upstairs or go into the kitchen. I climbed the second set of stairs. I opened the first door on the left, which was her younger sister's room, which is directly above the basement. Inside, I used the light of my phone to illuminate as best as I could. I saw a small figure, what I assumed was a small girl wrapped in a white sheet in the center of the room. I about pooped my pants. This figure, this young girl, stops playing with the dolls and slowly looks at me. I let out the most ear-shattering scream that you could imagine. My skin crawls just thinking about it and my chest tightens just remembering it. 
I wish I could tell you what transpired, but I remember walking up the bottom of the landing, right next to the door of the kitchen. I stumbled into the kitchen to get a drink of water and contemplate what the hell just happened. I glanced at the clock on the microwave. The clock read 4.46 a.m. We never found the sheet the next day, but the dolls the figure was playing with were sitting in the middle of the room, away from the toy chest, which they were inside of that afternoon when she cleaned her room. That's from Jason in Wichita, Kansas. One night, when I was ten, I was asleep in my bed and I was awoken by my bedroom door opening, then someone sitting on my bed. I felt the graze on my leg and the bed sink as they sat. Thinking it was my mom having something to tell me, I opened my eyes only to see a pale, eyeless, just black empty sockets boy who seemed to be my age sitting at the foot of my bed with his legs crossed staring at me or facing my directions, at least, since he had no eyes. He then reached his hands toward me, and he was holding what looked like a little black box. I was freaked out, but as I reached to grab it, he hesitantly pulled back. I reached out further for it and said, Give it! As I did so, I blinked, and by the time I reopened my eyes, he was gone. The spot of the bed where he was sitting lifted back into place, but the imprint of someone sitting there was still present. I told my mom in the morning, and she was slightly freaked out, but assured me I was just dreaming. So fast forward five years. I had my girlfriend over to do some homework. After homework, she took a nap while she waited for her parents to come pick her up. When they arrived, I tried waking her to let her know I nudged her and she opened her eyes so sudden already looking in the direction of the corner of the room where the wall meets the ceiling, lifting her finger and pointing. And as fast as she woke, she fell right back asleep again. I attempted to wake her again. She came to full consciousness and I asked her what the hell was that all about and explained what she had just done. She said, oh, I thought I was dreaming. But up on that wall, I saw a little boy with no eyes doing a Spider-Man pose staring at me. That's when I freaked out and told her my story for the first time of when I saw what I guessed was the same kid. Fast forward another five years, still with the same girlfriend, and by this time we had a two-year-old daughter. We were living in my old bedroom at my parents' house. My daughter would wake up at the same time every night and start talking. For a while, we thought it was a normal baby thing, until I noticed that it was almost the same conversation every night. I playfully asked her one night who she was talking to every night. She responded, a little boy. He talks to me. He's nice. He's lost and looking for his mommy. I told my mom what had happened the next morning, and before I got to tell her what I thought, she said, I remember when that happened to you, then your girlfriend. I have no idea what that is. By then, 
By then, neither my girlfriend or I had even seen the little boy after our first encounter. But my daughter continued her nightly conversations until we got our own place later that year. That's from Kenny in Minnesota. When my younger sister was five, she had what we thought was an imaginary friend by the name of Jessica. She always said that Jessica and her mom were walking down the street in front of our house. My sister also told us that Jessica and her mom used to live where we did. One day, my sister told our family the name of Jessica's mom. When the mail arrived the next day, there was a letter to the mom of Jessica. To this day, my sister says that she still remembers exactly how the two of them looked. That's from Kendra in Washington State. Grandma and I were driving down County Road 14 at around 10 o'clock at night. I was passing through an intersection when suddenly we both screamed and slammed on the brakes. I didn't feel any impact, but we both immediately got out of the car and looked around. Grandma's crying hysterically and keeps asking, did you hit him? There was a boy on a bike, no older than 10 years old, who came out of nowhere and rode right in front of our car. We were positive that we just T-boned this kid at 50 miles an hour. But when my father-in-law and grandma got out to search for the body, there was nothing to be found. Once things settled down, my father-in-law realized that there wasn't an actual impact, but it felt like that we just drove through the cycling boy. For some reason, I decided to go back to the intersection. As soon as I got there, my heart stopped. I noticed a white cross staked into the ground beside a property fence. It was about 20 feet away from where I thought I hit that kid. That was from Todd in New Hampshire. Every time I walked past my bathroom door, which was constantly since it was right outside of my bedroom, I saw a little girl with blonde curled hair and a rose-colored dress. She just stood there, staring, looking like a photograph from 1905. I started keeping the door closed so I could walk by without seeing her, but she was always there when I opened it. Once I stepped in past her, I couldn't see her anymore, but I could still feel her. I lived in this house as a teen and I eventually moved away. However, I did go back in my early adulthood to retrieve some items that I had left behind. I came there with a friend who was very uncomfortable during this visit. When he went into the bathroom, he saw the ghost, and the little girl had a very eerie message for him. All of a sudden, he went dead still. He looked me in the eye and very solemnly said, She's not happy. With you, you left, and you weren't supposed to. We threw together whatever we could grab and two trips to the car, After I walked him into another bathroom and waited outside the door, 
and got the hell out of there at top speed. That was from Michelle in Great Britain. You have been listening to Hillbilly Horror Stories Presents Eerie Encounters. If you have an eerie encounter that you would like read on the show, please send it to hillbillyhorrorstories at gmail.com.